into Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello to all our beloved listeners. Hello, everyone around the world. And welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show, as always, is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. We're going to explore the relationship between communicating and forgiving in our show today, which we've titled Forgiveness. You say goodbye and I say hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, all you Beatles fans recognize that we borrowed the hook line from their hit song, Hello, Goodbye, and put a little twist of our own on it. When others blame you for something and refuse to forgive you, more often than not, they end their communication with you, right? It's a bit like, if you want to talk to me, call my lawyer because I'm not talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) If you inadvertently run into the person who refuses to forgive you or there is something the two of you are forced to discuss The person who refuses to forgive may resort to only saying words, but not really communicating. As we talked about at length in our previous episode, communication is always sharing yourself. A person who is closed to the possibility of forgiving another is also closed to sharing who he or she is with the other. It's a pretty normal reaction we have to injury and hurt. We close up our space to protect ourselves, just like we may cover up a physical injury to protect it. Yet a little child who is unafraid of the injury may enthusiastically show it to others and say, Look at my owie! Wow! My blood is all red! I have a Band-Aid! Often, we might be able to manage the pain from the actual injury, but it's our resistance to our fear that pushes us over the top into an unbearable zone. And that doesn't seem to matter if the injury is a physical one on our body or one we experience in our feelings. In fact, we may be more readily, we may more readily recover and heal from our physical wounds than we might from our emotional and mental ones. Well, that's been often my experience. Um, Like when I had my open heart surgery, I recovered from the physical injuries and trauma enough within a couple, few days and got off of all the pain medication and everything. I was fine on that level, but I had to work on the rest of the more psychic mental, emotional aspects of my healing from that experience for years. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of peels off layer by layer. And that's why I've joked a lot of that dropping dead is the easy part. It's the coming back here and living. That's the challenging part. It's often 
you know, how, how much we have to heal ourselves to our wholeness in order to be here more fully. And forgiveness plays such an essential part of all healing, doesn't it? Whether we are forgiving others or ourselves. I'd like to read what the Buddha taught from a passage from the Dhammapada. And it's a few um, verses long, so stay with me here and, and have a listen. All experience is preceded by mind, led by mind, made by mind. Speak or act with a corrupt mind and suffering follows as the wagon wheel follows the hoof of the ox. All experience is preceded by mind, led by mind, made by mind. Speak or act with a peaceful mind and happiness follows like a never departing shadow. Quote, he abused me, attacked me, defeated me, robbed me, unquote. For those carrying on like this, hatred never ends. She abused me, she attacked me, defeated me, robbed me. For those not carrying on like this, hatred ends. Hatred never ends through hatred. By non-hate alone does it end. This is an ancient truth. I have some favorite quotes also from one of my favorite books to refer to um, that I've studied many years called A Course in Miracles. And I would like to quote three of them along with this beautiful quote from Buddha. One is, all acts are either an act of love or a call for love. Another one, forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. And a third, darkness is lack of light as sin is a lack of love. An interesting thing about forgiveness is that it is strictly a remedy, like first aid. It's smart to always have a good first aid kit available to you in case you end up needing it, but you don't ever use it unless someone gets injured, right? In the same way, it's important to have understanding of forgiveness, what it is, how to use it, so that in the event there is some sort of injury, some kind of upset or hurt or suffering, you can apply the first aid kit of forgiveness for healing. If you're not holding thoughts like, he hurt me or she stole from me, if you don't have any anger, resentment, guilt or blame, if there are no thoughts or feelings of judgment or hate or fear, then you wouldn't have to take out your forgiveness first aid kit and use it. You'd just be a happy camper and loving towards everyone and everything. Something that's very difficult to do here, I might add. Bah, <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things that I always say is that when you start to have lessons in your life that come your way, that require forgiveness, you are becoming an advanced student. And forgiveness is, because I believe forgiveness is the hardest thing human beings have to do on this planet. And when they master it, 
they are they are essentially finishing their cycles of reincarnation here. But anyway, if you find that there are intense thoughts and feelings of hatred, guilt, blame, fear, anger, and so on, then the forgiveness first aid kit becomes all important if you wish to have healing. And healing cannot ever just flow in one direction. You cannot seek healing just for yourself and not others, or just for others and exclude yourself. You can't seek healing for the victim, but demand that the perpetrator be excluded from the healing. Now, this doesn't mean that those who commit crimes are exempt from the law if they are forgiven. It means that they, too, will receive much-needed healing if they choose to have it. Healing is restoring oneness, oneself, to wholeness. When healing is present, all who are present will have the opportunity to restore themselves to wholeness. Well, one of my favorite daily practices in learning to forgive was taught by Jesus. It's what I've always considered to address the same thing as what the Buddha taught from what uh, Raphael quoted, but from a slightly different angle. He said, You shall not judge, lest you be judged. For with the judgment that you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure that you measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you notice a chip that is in your brother's eye, and you do not observe the plank that is in your own eye? Or how do you say to your brother, let me cast out the chip from your eye, and behold, a plank is in your eye? Hypocrite, first cast out the plank from your eye, and then you will see to cast out the chip from your brother's eye. We call this practice blowing our matching picture. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) may sound a little funny, but oh yeah, everything in the mind is imagined, right? So we imagine all kinds of images, and we could imagine an image Exploding. Ah, we're, okay, we're neutralizing. We're not going to be beholden to this image in our mind anymore. Just like the Buddha was saying, what you keep in your mind could corrupt the mind or free the mind. That's because the plank in our own eye that Jesus refers to is ultimately an image in our own mind that gets re-stimulated or lit up by a similar image of similar vibration in someone else's mind. You know, sometimes resonance, physicists might call it resonance, or uh, even entrainment, you know, where the vibration starts to match, and what's in your mind gets going on, it gets turned on from what's going on in someone else's mind, because ultimately, they're not two separate minds separated by a big distance. No, it's just a different portion of the same mind. So the reverberations easily can affect other people. So whenever that happens, and we're not aware of it, then we start looking through those images in our mind that get lit up, 
at whomever or whatever we're relating with. And we cease to see that person or thing or situation accurately as he, she, or it really is. It's like seeing the world through rose-colored glasses or dark glasses even. Or even (laughs) trying to see through blindfold. (laughs) Sometimes it gets so intense. We just stop seeing anything other than the blindfold. We have to let go of those images in our mind first. If we are to see clearly the person, thing, or situation that we wish to see. We do that by putting those images in an image of a rose. It's all images, so we we can create whatever image we like. And we use an image of a rose to put those other images in, like a, a collector, right? And then we just imagine we explode that rose image with all those other images in it and all that energy. And when we do that, oh, we're neutralizing all the energy in those images and just returning it to all just to reusable energy. Wonderful recycling, right? (laughs) We're we're no longer making ourselves beholden to the contents, the thoughts and feelings, the programming, expectations, or demands contained within those images. Yeah, images contain all kinds of thoughts and feelings, and some of them are very demanding. You got to do this. You you can't. uh, If you don't do this, uh, you're going to die. All kinds of stuff creep up in our mind. When Buddha talked about emptying our mind, this is what he was referring to, emptying all the thoughts and feelings and images from our mind so we can see the truth more clearly. This is the daily practice of developing our clairvoyance, our soul ability to see clearly. And we talk about that a lot throughout different episodes we have. If we are in judgment of others or of ourselves, we can't hope to see clearly. If we're blaming others or ourselves or are being guilty, we can't hope to see the truth clearly. When do we begin to consider the possibility of forgiving? If the anger, the blame, the fear, and the guilt is so intense, we may feel that We cannot ever forgive whomever or whatever we may be blaming for our suffering. If we hold on to any of that, as the Buddha said, our hatred and therefore our tremendous suffering will not end. For many of us, when our suffering becomes unbearable, we turn to something greater than within ourselves because nothing's has given us relief from it in the world. We start to have the first inkling of our need to forgive. We start to say hello to the truth of what is hurting us. We start saying hello to what might be the real solution rather than staying stuck in what we think has to happen. Now, what do we do to forgive? That needs to be forgiven. What needs to be forgiven is in our own mind. So if we're blaming a particular person as the cause of our suffering, what we're suffering from is within our own mind as well as the image of that person 
as causing our suffering. When we decide to forgive that person who betrayed us or stole from us or abused us, we're forgiving that person from all of our judgments, blame, hatred, and whatever else we heretofore held against him or her in her mind. Well, believe it or not, our first break <clears throat> is already coming up. And I'd like to let you know what's coming up on our teaching calendar in 10 days. This is what we do before each of our breaks is talk about our activities in case you're interested in working with us. On Saturday, August 24th, coming not too far down the road from 10 a.m. to 12, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time, we'll be teaching the first teleclass in our brand new seven teleclass set. Your Psychic Development, Your Happiness, and Your Chakras. This is in our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series. Each of the seven classes will cover one of your major chakras, and they are what they are, how they are essential in your daily life and spiritual growth, how you can become more and more aware of them, and how to take care of them for your optimal health and happiness. The first teleclass in this set will be Your First Chakra. Self-preservation, grounding, and beingness. It's going to be really good. All of you who might have been enjoying our previous teleclasses in our ongoing series, you might be more psychic than you think, know what to do to join us for these life-changing classes. If you've never joined us for a teleclass, which you can do from anywhere in the world, check it out. you learn simple but powerful psychic tools to help you live your life more joyfully as the spiritual being that you are in this world. For all the details, go to our website, michaeltamora.com, the events calendar for August 24th. To sign up, you can also call our office, 530-926-2650, Monday through Friday, business hour specific time. We'll return in a couple of minutes and we'll talk more about forgiveness. You say goodbye and I say hello. See you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Katherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. 
Speak Up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Pauline Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get back to forgiveness. You say goodbye and I say hello. We're talking about communication in relationship to forgiving. So Michael was uh, bringing forth a thought about uh, forgiving the person from all our judgments, blame, hatred, and whatever else we heretofore held against him or her in our mind. Did you have more thoughts about that, Michael? Yes. You know, I've been talking about the images we have in our minds, and we're waking up ourselves from those images and those images have those thoughts and feelings, right? So we're waking ourselves up from them just as we might wake ourselves up from a nightmare. Once we realize that we don't have to live in or with those images, we free ourselves from our suffering regardless of what the other person may be going through. Yet, when we fully forgive what we're holding on to in our mind about and toward the object of our judgments and blame, not only do we restore ourselves to more of our peace, all who are involved have the opportunity to do the same. Of course, all of this begins with saying hello or communication. We have to say hello to the elephant in the living room of our mind. Mm. And Raphael, you've had some great experiences of being hurt at first, but through your practice of forgiving, profound healing came about. How about sharing with our listeners maybe one of those experiences that had a good impact on you? What happened and what process did you go through to get to the other side of it? Well, there's so many examples, and I know a lot of you are thinking of your own examples at this point. And I think I've talked about some of these in previous shows, but one of the things, there are, there's one thing that I know we all go through is the ending of a relationship, whether the person with us has died or has decided to leave us for whatever reason or we leave them. Um, there is a changing of the relationship, but it's not over, even if you never see them again during your lifetime. And so one of the things that I've learned to practice is when 
you know, I make mistakes too. We all make mistakes. You do? In relationships. <laughs> oh my gosh, I made so many re- uh, mistakes when I was in my 20s. It was ridiculous. And I learned from my mistakes. But one of the things is to get out of self-blame and to get out of blaming the other person is to make a decision that you would like that cycle of thought to end. So one of the things, especially after I learned A Course in Miracles, you know, Michael's talking about the images, and I've practiced that for many, many years because it's what what we both learned a long time ago, and it's extremely freeing. You know, when you think of that person, you just let go of them, put them in that rose and blow it up. Blow it up meaning just releasing it. It's not really blowing anything up. It's just releasing it into back into the ethers of the universe so that it can become regular energy and, and reusable energy. But when we run our thoughts over and over and over again about blaming someone, we're really sticking it to ourselves as much as uh, sending energy to that person, negative energy. So what I've done, um, in especially in the really harsh ones, like a divorce, is I work on the images that come up over and over again in my mind and recognize, oh, that's just an image. I don't have to keep thinking that all the time. And I imagine putting that in a rose and exploding it. And then when I have enough de-energized, as we say, then I start moving to the idea of maybe I can forgive this person. And so I have a practice that I learned um, over the course of taking A Course in Miracles, which is simply forgiving that person and giving that person over to the Holy Spirit or an image of a spirit that uh, means something to me, like Jesus or Buddha. You know, okay, here's this person I'm having a hard time with. I forgive them, and I give them back to God, basically, and release them from myself. And it's very freeing for me. Even if that person is still being the jerk or whatever they're being (laughs) towards me, I get to let them go. And as I practiced this for years in relationships that came and came and went, whether it was a love relationship or even a relationship with just a friend that really wounded me uh, because of how it ended kind of thing, I discovered the truth that's also taught in A Course of Miracles, which is all forgiveness is actually self-forgiveness. Yes, that's correct. So that's... Uh, one of the things that I've really practiced. And at first, your ego doesn't want to. It's like, I want to hold this against this person and be wounded. Boo-hoo. And, but if you want to stop that cycle, this is a really important show. Um, and you might want to listen to it later again because what how Michael introduced the idea of putting the images in the rows and letting them go is a very powerful first step. So... Um, we happen to have a caller on the line today, and what what is her name? Nidhi. 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 Yes. Nidhi. From Houston, Texas. Hi, Nidhi. Yes. Hi, hi, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Timura. Um, Atma Namaste. Um, I'm a pranic healer. I just learned pranic healing ah. a few months ago, and my guru is uh, Miss Padmini Ramesh, and that's how I got to hear about you from her. Uh-huh. I'm so excited oh, yes. to talk to you. Ah, uh, she's a wonderful, wonderful person. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, what's your question? Um, I have a lot of questions, but I'm just um, just <laughs> to ask one? what comes to my mouth. Yes. 
um, I uh, what kind of job should I look for to fulfill my karma? Oh. That's yes, no, my this first is question. Nidhi, Nidhi, this yes, is the yes. show on forgiveness and communication. So the question needs to be about the topic. Uh, so oh, you need to okay. ask, yes. So then if you don't have a question about that specifically, then um, we'll have to move on. But one um, of the well, things... Well, I have a question. Is okay. there, is, um, how do I identify, uh, from when I just close my eyes and see, I don't, I don't, um, there are a couple of people maybe that I want to forgive and I have, I should, you know, I want Mm -hmm. them to forgive me for, but how do I go deep inside and see who I, I I don't, I'm not able to see the person. Uh, How do I do it? Ah, so that's a really good question, Nidhi, because, uh, and this is great for everybody. A lot of times we are not really conscious of who we need to forgive, what we're holding yeah. on to, because, you know, things happened a long time ago and you just forget about it. Or in past lives even. Or even in past lives. <laughs> so, so then what you're asking is, in meditation, you go in and you're going, okay, you know, on one hand, you can go, okay, uh, who's the next person or situation or whatever that we, I need mm-hmm. to forgive? But you don't have to get too hung up on the person who it is. Okay. Because identification is not that important. It's what's important is that you forgive essentially yourself of, of those images that you're holding even against other people. You're just going, okay, I'm, I'm willing to let go of these images that I've been staring at, that I've been living through, that I've been experiencing, and it's been holding me back. So in meditation, you can look for that and just go, let it come up. If you try to find it, you're not going to find it because you're going after it. But if you just let it come up, just ask the question. And in a sense, like Raphael was saying, uh, giving it up to spirit is, okay, here's my question. Um, I'd like to find out what's the next uh, image or set of images that I need to forgive, to let go of to stop putting more energy in unconsciously. And, okay. and then you'll, you'll start to find uh, a thought. It, sometimes uh, if you're very clairvoyant and visual, you'll see the actual image. But a lot of times you'll get the thought or the feeling. You might start to get a feeling of resistance. Or resentment. Or resentment. Or anger. Or anger. And gee, you're not angry at anybody right now. But in meditation, when that starts to come up, you go, oh, here's one. And you start to find this anger, this fear, whatever, this resistance going, yeah. And you go, okay, it doesn't matter who it's against. You go, oh, that's what I need to let go of. All right. Okay. And there's okay, another. Thank you so much. Don't go yet. There's another thing I want to mention, too, is that there are other things that eventually as we start to master forgiveness that are not apparent at all where we don't feel or see anything. And I'll give you an example. Um, I think Mm -hmm. I've talked about this on other shows, but I love this was so profound for me. I'm going to mention it again since this is a show about forgiveness. And that is um, one time I was sitting in meditation and running my energy and getting, I, I, practice these tools all the time and I like to also practice the forgiveness 
And I really didn't feel like I had anything to forgive that day. And my guides, one of my spirit guides came in and said, "Uh, you need to forgive your mother. And I went, what? My mother? (laughs) I have a great relationship with my mother. She was at that time 87 or 86 years old and in a nursing home. And we had really worked all our differences out, I thought. And he went, oh, no, you have no idea (laughs) how much you hold against her. And I really didn't think I did. So what I did was I did the the meditation probably for a half an hour. And I... After that, I forgave, I worked, did little forgiveness exercises every single day in my regular meditation. So I, I put, set aside a little time just to forgive my mother. I didn't know what I was forgiving. I just let it be and come out of okay. me and sent it into spirit. And then about a year later, um, when she got ready to pass away, and she, and she did pass away, and she had a really good passing and everything, but I couldn't be there, um, one of the most profound things for me was I felt so complete with her after that mm-hmm. year of forgiving her. I didn't even cry when she died, which is so unusual because I loved her with all my heart. And, mm. you know, when we love someone and are attached to them, it's very hard when they leave us. But yeah. this is what what I learned from this is if we forgive every single person that we are very close to yes. on even on this very subtle level of okay well maybe I don't have anything against them but if my guidance is telling me yes you do <laughs> you might yeah. get get working at it yes I did the same thing with my father and okay I probably spent every day a little bit of my meditation every day uh, going okay and I felt the same way I didn't have anything to forgive I wasn't uh, I didn't feel like I was holding any anything against him, and um, uh-huh. uh, and our relationship's been great. But um, once I did that, over time, more and more starts to come out from past lives and other, you know, things that we don't even remember most of the time. And as I start to do that, oh, that gave me here he he had a kind of a long process of not dying and not living, but during that time I realized, oh, this is why he's doing it this way, not only for himself to have the chance to really work everything out, even in spirit, while he's sleeping, and but it also gave the rest of us who had relationships with him a chance to forgive him, to let go of anything or holding back in relationship to him. And I did that for about three years. <laughs> Yep, so okay. much longer than I did with my mom. So these are these are some of the things that even if you don't have a feeling, you know, a negative feeling or something about someone, you can still work on your forgiveness with them. And you will really move along on your path very yes. fast when you do this. Thank you so much for calling uh, Nadi. Thank Nadie, you so much. Nadie. I hope I can okay. meet you both in person one day. Yeah. Yes, so we're looking forward awesome. to it. Namaste. Uh, namaste. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So that was a really amazing, good question yes. for her to ask. Yeah, even though she didn't or- originally call in to ask about that. You know, it's it's more important on our spiritual path to look at these things that we kind of set aside until our quiet time. And some of you don't ever have quiet time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when we do this in our meditations, it's not something you have to rigorously, you know, 
go, all right, I have to discipline myself and I have to do this every day kind of a thing. But the people who are closest to you, your partners, spouses, uh, children, parents, family members, brothers, sisters, whatever, best friends, the people you're, you're relating to all the time and you have a great relationship with, uh, you don't think about, I need to forgive this person. And, but when you meditate on it, like we were talking about with Needy, it's just being able to go, okay, anything, uh, I don't want to hold anything back. I don't want to hold anything against in any way uh, with this person. And you start to let go of that and you start to blow those pictures. You start to forgive. Blowing pictures, that's kind of the mechanical part of forgiving because you're just going, oh, this isn't real. This is just an image. I can blow it up. All right. And also one other thing is that um, you can forgive after the fact. Even if you yes. did go through a big temper tantrum and, and trying to get back at that person. Or the and person's those, already passed on. Exactly. Or the, that's a very helpless space sometimes. But you can. this is not extremely powerful even in those circumstances. Anyway, our second break is coming right up, and we've noticed that a lot of new listeners are tuning into our show. So welcome. I'm so glad that we are both so glad you've joined us. And if you haven't already seen Michael, James Van Prague, Carolyn Meese, Dean Radin, Dr. Norm Sheely, wonderful people, the Prince of Bataan, and 20 other scientific, religious, and spiritual luminaries in the field of intuition in the remarkable documentary feature film, PGS Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System by multiple award-winning director Bill Bennett, you can click on to pgsthemovie.com and find out everything about it. You can not only watch a great trailer for the movie, but also rent or purchase the film right there on the website. Everywhere the film was screened in theaters already, the audience gave it high praise and an enthusiastic thumbs up with an illuminating, validating, and profoundly transformative movie. Now you can watch it online in the comfort of your own home. Enjoy. When we return, we'll continue with our exploration of forgiveness. You say goodbye, and I say hello. See you in a couple of minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in for Five Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on Five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. 
Every program is available on demand. So if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. Today we're addressing the big, hot topic of forgiveness in relationship to our communication those who refuse to forgive, you may be saying goodbye may be saying goodbye to you as the severing of communication, but if you keep saying hello anyway, what happens? The first step of forgiveness is our willingness to say hello. And one of the experiences Michael and I have had in the past when we've been interviewed, or especially when he's been interviewed by other radio show hosts, is that forgiveness is such a hot topic that sometimes people freak out. Yeah. And one time Michael was in a lecture with a whole room of people and he said the oh, word yeah. forgiveness <laughs> and two people erupted into a, in, into fight a big with fight other. with each other. <laughs> it was the silliest thing over the silliest thing. But this is this is a real trigger for some people. Oh, but yes. it's please remember this is the beginning of your advanced lessons. And it's the beginning of all healing. Without forgiveness, there's no healing. Without being able to blow the image, it, there's really no healing. One way or the other, you have to be able to let go of whatever's holding you back, whatever you're holding onto in your mind, that's the first step. And it's that's why I love the uh, quote from um, Buddha that Raphael read earlier uh, on the show, because that really says it all. It's if you keep this in your mind, it's the the suffering's going to follow you like the wheel behind the um, hoofs of the ox. And um, but if you let it go, then oh, happiness, peace, everything is yours. So what I thought we'd do now is to give you a little taste of the exercise, the meditation practice you can practice. This is a very, very quick version of it. <laughs> and if you want a little bit more uh, full version of it, you can go to our website. Those of you, especially new ones who haven't seen our website, you can go there and go to the free section, free audio section, and there's a thing called a spiritual toolkit. And that will walk you through the six or so 
really basic psychic tools that we teach everybody before we teach them all the other stuff. And so that's something you can use to practice with. It's free. The website, if you get your pencil, is michaeltamora.com. We put his name on it because my name is really hard to spell for some people. So it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M, as in Mary, U-R-A.com. So be sure to, um, after the show, to check our website. Okay. So if you want to follow along with this, then just go ahead and sit in a comfortable chair with two feet, both feet on the floor, flat on the floor. Ah, And we teach the meditation this way because we're working with a lot of energy and you want to be able to uh, take care of all your chakras and everything so we don't have people sitting on the floor uh, in the lotus position because that's a long explanation, but first chakra needs to be a little bit away from the earth when possible using these uh, tools. Okay, so just sit comfortably and close your eyes. Give yourselves a couple of deep breaths and be, imagine you're aware, totally aware in the center of your head. Just be aware in the center of your head, behind your eyes. Ah. And you'll find, eventually, you'll find where that is, is where it's completely still. There's no movement. There's complete stillness. It's just a little point in the center of your head area that's just completely still. And the closer you get to it, the more you start to get neutral. You start to disengage from everything in the world and and your thoughts, and you can just observe things instead of jumping in. All right? So be in the center of your head and imagine that not only are you sitting on that chair, but you're sitting on a giant tree trunk. Ah, so imagine that giant tree trunk you're sitting on, but the tree trunk goes all the way down to the very center of the earth. Imagine it anchoring into the center of the earth at the bottom. And at the top where you're sitting, imagine that flat, smooth top of the tree trunk is coming in and connecting to your first chakra, the energy center at the base of your spine. Just It's about two-thirds, three-quarters of an inch above the tip of your tailbone. And just imagine it connected, and everything just grounds off from the first chakra. Anything that's not yours, any energies that's not yours you've been carrying around, just imagine you can let go of it, let it all be. Then the grounding will start to ground it off out of your body, out of your chakra, out of your space. Okay, that's very quick, the grounding. And then give yourselves another deep breath, be aware in the center of your head, and imagine the earth energy flowing up through the feet chakras at the bottoms of your feet, going through your leg channels all the way into your first chakra where the grounding cord is connected, the tree trunk. And then the other side, top of the head. Imagine that the uh, cosmic energy is flowing in through your crown chakra at the top of your head, coming down four channels along your back into your first chakra, just above the tip of your tailbone again. Ah. And then the cosmic and earth energies mix in the first chakra. And just imagine that mixture of about 85% cosmic and 15% earth energy. You just need a little bit of earth energy to stabilize. The mixture is going up the front two channels, going up through kind of the middle of the body, giving 
energy to each of the major chakras along the way and out the crown chakra at the top of the head like a beautiful golden fountain of energy. Continuous golden fountain. Imagine it coming out of your crown chakra. And also, as the energy is flowing up those two channels, they split off across the shoulders, down the arms, and flow out the hand chakras in the palms of your hands. All right. So that, in a really quick way, that's running energy. So there you're grounded, running the earth and cosmic energies, and you're in the center of your head. As you're in the center of your head, just be aware and just be neutral toward every experience, every thought, every feeling that you have. Just letting things just pass by instead of jumping into it, engaging with it. Okay, that's the space from which you can practice this next part. That's the mechanical aspect of forgiving, or at least, like Raphael said, it'll get you going in the correct direction. But if you could do it all the way, then, oh, you don't have those images that you're holding on to and investing your energy in your mind anymore. So you're not going to be holding anything against anybody, including especially yourself, and you'll be free in that space. And you won't have any negative feelings about anyone on that level. Okay, But when you first start this, ah, you'll notice it gets easier to handle, even if you're still angry, even if you're still hurt, even if you still feel this person did it to me and blah, 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 and all of that. It's okay, but you'll start to notice once you start practicing this grounded running energy and creating and destroying, letting go of these images, it's going to get easier and easier to look at it and find out more about it or whatever you like to do. And ultimately, easier to fully let it all go. Okay, so give yourselves a deep breath. And now, would you imagine in front of you... uh, Nice rose, image of a rose, whatever color, shape, size, type you like. And then just imagine that rose exploding. Ah, Notice, imagination takes no effort at all. You don't have to hold your breath. You don't have to tighten your muscles. You don't have to lift anything. It's just, it doesn't even take concentration. All it takes is you relaxing and just enjoying, there's a beautiful rose in front of me. And there it is. Okay, now... That explode, the rose explodes. Okay, and there it goes. You don't have to worry about it. You're not hurting anybody or anything when you explode it. You're just neutralizing the whole thing. It, the explosion makes it quick and simple and complete. All right? Nothing left over, just energy. Now, would you imagine a new rose out in front of you? And now, would you just imagine the image of a person that you've had some kind of a difficulty with. An issue. (laughs) (laughs) An issue, or it could be just, it could be just, it could be just a a little, you know, uh, upset or whatever recently. And just imagine that person, you know what that person looks like, obviously. So imagine that person and then just put that image of that person into that rose. The rose is used as a container, all right? And so you're looking at that person, and okay, and ask yourself, okay, anything I'm holding within myself, any emotion, any thoughts, any images, anything that I'm holding 
against that person or about that person right now. I, I like to let it go. Great. Just decide that. If you're willing to do that, just go, okay, am I willing to let go of at least some of it? If you're not willing to let go of everything, let go of some of it. But if you're really ready, just let go of all of it and let it go into the rose. Imagine it, all those images, all those thoughts and feelings and energies coming out of your space, out of your mind, and it's going into that rose. It's flowing whatever deals with that person and and especially anything you've been hang, hung up on with this person. Put it into that rose. Uh, fears, uh, worries, concerns, uh, anger, whatever, resentment. Just let it go into that rose. Hurt, guilt. And once it's in that rose, a certain bunch of it, then you just go, okay, I'm ready to let this go. And imagine the whole rose with all that energy and pictures and everything exploding in a flash of light. Ah, give yourselves a deep breath. Be aware in the center of your head. Notice whatever changes you notice from just doing that. But the changes, the more profound changes are going to happen in time. But even just doing that once, you might notice a subtle change. Okay? Now, would you imagine another rose? If you find that a particular person, you know, you've had a, a big deal with, <laughs> then you might do it a few times, but, or do it every time you think of that person, every time you get upset, just imagine the rose, imagine the person, put it in the rose, and just go, I'm letting go of everything in relationship to this, what I'm holding on to in relationship to this person. Put it in there, and boom! Explode the whole thing. Let it all go. Okay? Once you finish that, however many times or with however many people you do that with in one sitting, give yourself a deep breath. And now, to finish off, imagine a beautiful gold sun above your head. Just this beautiful gold sun full of life force energy. And this vitality, this celebration of life. Full of this energy. Just bring it in from the crown chakra and let it come into your whole body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and fingertips. Every cell of your body, everything is filled in. Once you fill in, stretch and bend on over, drain off any excess energies off of your head and shoulders, and then come back up and open your eyes. Well, we're coming to the end of our show once again. Thank you so much for joining us today. And when you finish (laughs) with listening to our radio show, you might want to fill in with another gold sun or just sit there for a few minutes. We hope you enjoyed the show and gained some new insights and tools. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for our show that we've titled Old MacDonald Had a Farm Communicating with Animals. We'll explore how communication in every form is sharing who you are. Also, be sure to check out our new teleclass series on your psychic development, your happiness, and your chakras in our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series. The first teleclass is on your first chakra, which will be on Saturday, August 24th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Be sure to check out our website events listing for August for all the details and to sign up. You can also get more information to sign up by calling our office at 530-926-2650. We welcome you to join us. Well, until then, be inspired, 
Use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We will see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 